0: This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is about celebrating the wins along the way. It's so valuable to have big dreams, to have ultimate goals or grand benchmarks. However, those achievements are often what we need to begin our journey, our creative journeys at all. They're powerful motivating forces. And if you're on your journey or you've been working and dedicated to a higher purpose or just making progress day by day, you fill in the blank, you should be proud of yourself It calls for celebration. It calls for recognition as you move along. Part of being a thriving artist, not a starving artist, in my opinion, means celebrating the small wins. A small win that I'm celebrating is that this is episode 50 of No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm so grateful to you all Uh, since this first episode launched in March. And listenership has really grown month over month. Retention has been strong. I've so appreciated all the notes from you on recommendations, editing tips, people to connect with more, aside from sharing some value on how and why to celebrate your wins along your creative journey, I also want to, yeah, I also want to give some insights into things that I've really appreciated about this podcast. Our agenda for today's episode is, one, first a segment on how I'm celebrating 50 episodes of No Starving Artist podcast, some likes and some learnings, two, why it's important to celebrate small wins, and third, how to celebrate some of these small wins. Not what's typically marketed to us, but really what makes us feel a sense of affirmation along our journey. Last but not least, if you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from it, your support through donation is so appreciated. I just opened this option up as this was a benchmark for me to get to. Despite my cool and calm demeanor, I actually put a lot of work into writing, researching, recording, and promoting the podcast each week. The goal is to eventually bring on assistance in the future, and your support goes towards that. So, if you've been enjoying the podcast, would really love your support, you can make a donation at anchor.fm backslash no-starving-artist backslash support. Again, that's anchor.fm Backslash no-starving-artist Backslash support Even when it comes to my birthday, I don't like celebrating myself. And you know why I say that? Because I don't usually enjoy celebrating myself in the way that celebrations have been marketed to us. Celebrating birthdays tend to look more particular than celebrating our small wins, especially along our creative journey, which I love. And so I hope the how to celebrate portion serves you as when it comes to episode 50 of this podcast, I'm a little stumped of the love languages. Mine is acts of service, and that's what this podcast is exactly. It feels very rewarding. In itself in many ways and I think being supported through your donations towards the podcast will also feel really good aside from that I don't know extra walk in the park cook myself a very nice meal and tell some people that I'm very close to that I've reached this benchmark because I like when people who I'm close to tell me you're doing great it just feels nice Anyway, some things that I've been really loving about our podcast, No Starving Artist community, is looking at the analytics, tracking engagement, seeing what topics are really resonating with you all and which topics aren't. To give you some insight on which podcast episodes have been the top performing, guess what it is? Number one being the episode on ideas, dreams, or calling, finding your purpose. Episode number two, and I'll share the top five, is how to quiet the ego, the three genres of being. Episode number three is shifting from telling to showing. Episode number four is your emotional relationship with money. And episode number five of the top episodes is why and how to practice gratitude. It's very fulfilling to me to see that these are the top episodes, not just based on number of plays, but based on retention of the episodes. The most played one is the first episode, when to claim the artist title. As it's truly the introduction into this podcast, um, you all are artists, we all are artists, but who gets to get to the point where they recognize that they are the creators, that they have the opportunity to create so much change in their lives. Mm. And to give you some more insight, because I think these things are fun, things that I've learned, and that's what's great about these moments of winning, um, is you can take pause and note that it's win, and note that so much has changed, and have gratitude for the learnings along the way. I've learned that a lot of the episodes which have performed the best have been deeply rooted in emotional IQ and overcoming the ego, definitely pushing through to get to the place of higher purpose and I guess create a fulfillment, less so some of the episodes that are focused just on doing the work. So. So I'm completely happy to continue delivering more inspirational, affirming, uh, emotionally supportive episodes and less marketing wisdom episodes. A lot of those have not performed as well. Podcasting isn't particularly lucrative at all. However, it is quite fulfilling, similar to a person reading a book. There's a level of a deep attention that we give when listening to podcast episodes, when reading books when watching movies. That's so beautiful. And now in our fast paced social media content consuming habit, maybe for some of us, it's harder to find places where people are willing to give you their time and attention. And so I so, 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 so appreciate yours. Uh, And with that, let's get into how to celebrate these journeys because, yeah, writing a book (laughs) isn't something that you're going to feel super rewarded for all the steps along the way. But you have to reward yourself despite because once a book is out there and published, that's that. And that's such a ways away for some people. It takes many years to write a book. Why just wait till many years away to actually celebrate And are you likely to make it to that ultimate milestone without actually validating yourself along the journey? It makes you less likely, according to Harvard Business Review and our source. So let's get more into that. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. This second segment is about why to celebrate our wins, even the small ones. According to the Harvard Business Reviews, Tessa Amabile and Stephen Kramer, it's so important. Their article called The Power of Small Wins details why. The more frequently people experience a sense of progress, the more likely they are to be productive in the long run. You're the only one who will give you the affirmation in many regards along your creative journey if you're working for yourself. I'm assuming many of you are holding yourself accountable to some extent. If you are holding yourself fully accountable, you can't expect, for instance, a bonus from yourself in the way that a manager might give you. The power of progress is fundamental to human nature. And most people know that there's a need to leverage that sensation of progress to boost motivation. And in this article, they explore how this would be, I guess, heightened within a managerial to employee relationship, but we'll apply it to our creative journey. 26 project teams and seven companies participated in their study with the goal to discover the states of inner work life and the workday events that correlated with the highest levels of creative output. With over 12,000 journal entries from their participants, they were able to predict the triggers that would inflate or deflate one's sense of inner work life. And with those variations of individuals, they were able to say that this is pretty much the same for everyone. On the days where the participants felt they made progress, They were more upbeat, they were more joyful, they took a lot of pride in the work that they were doing, and on the other hand, when they had setbacks, they experienced more frustration, more fear, more sadness. Unsurprisingly, their perception of how they were progressing played a huge part, and a more significant part in their positive engagement with their work. If you perceive that you're making progress, you're affirmed by that in your environment and through acts that you're doing, you're taking a pause and noting it, then you're more likely to feel motivated and continue on your path. A lot of people are so focused on how good it'll feel once they achieve a very long-term goal or experience a major breakthrough, but these big win areas are relatively rare. And what we can do instead Is enjoy and celebrate the small wins to continue to boost our inner work life tremendously. Here are three fairly broad ways to make note and celebrate the wins. In the third and last segment, I'll go into detail about how to more specifically celebrate. But first, actually set minor milestones. When we think about progress, we think about that really long term, but there are so many chapter changes and tasks within each of those chapters. We can make each of those tasks and the completion of those an opportunity to celebrate, or we can maybe make those chapter changes an opportunity to celebrate. Actually getting to understand at what pace you need that affirmation, what pace at which it would feel good to get the affirmation and help set you in a direction that's just feel good at what regularity you need that boost that could support your inner work life tremendously getting a better understanding of that can help us set a milestone for what we need to celebrate the wins and note the learnings better to not just make learning time when you're in the midst of setback that can also feel like you're doubling down on a negative. But when we take our times for celebration to also recognize opportunities for improvement and the learnings that we've had among our journey, it can feel really good. So what brings you joy? As I mentioned, we'll cover this in more depth in the next segment, but think deeply about what's an extra nicety that would make you feel rewarded in completion of a small win. Do you need a better accountability system? In making note of the learnings and opportunities for improvement, we can also work to expand and reinforce our drivers that will continue us along our journey. Do you need more autonomy? Would that support your working style? Do you need a wider emotional support system? Do you need to restructure your time towards future milestones? Are your your goals clear? Do you need more creative collaborators? Now is a really great time to check in, and help us reinforce our path and progress. And third, connect your work back to a larger purpose. This is one of a of the you know powerful motivators connecting back to larger purpose. On a recent podcast episode on purpose with Jay Shetty a podcast I speak to regularly, he brought on a guest, Ranatha Swami, and the episode is called On Building Grit, Resilience, and Adaptability Through Service. In the episode, they talk about connecting to our purpose doesn't really always mean changing what we're doing, but changing the story around what we're doing. As an example, they shared that if someone asks a person what they're doing and they say I'm laying bricks that's quite different from that same person who could be asked what they're doing and that person says I'm building a church and then that is at you know a greater level and then asking the same person who's connected to a higher purpose what they're doing as they laid bricks down might say I'm supporting the house of God which goes to show that regardless of what you're doing, all the tasks you're completing, if you have a good affirmation of what you're moving towards of your higher purpose and why you're making this small contribution, it helps a lot. Making progress, getting tasks done, doesn't always guarantee that sense of purpose. So getting that bird's eye view taking a step back can be really affirming of our journey. The last few lines of this Harvard Business Review research and article spoke to how managers can encourage employees, but assuming that you're your own manager on your creative journey, it still applies. How can you reinforce your sense of progress? And I've swapped out some pronouns here. If you facilitate your study progress in meaningful work, make that progress salient to yourself and treat yourself well. You will experience emotions, motivations, and perceptions necessary for great performance. Your superior work will contribute to organizational success. And here's the beauty of it. You will love your job. Now, let's get into how to specifically celebrate. So I want to include this segment on how to celebrate because celebrating our small wins is so important and I suck at it personally. But what brings you a sense of affirmation? How to celebrate is important because it's not always what's marketed to us as celebratory—popping champagne, going out um, on a late night, especially during um, these COVID times—a lot more difficult. So here are some just suggestions on other ways. But as you know, you know you best, and the ways that you want to celebrate will definitely vary from my suggestions. I have fifteen, and based on your love languages, which will definitely be a future podcast episode. A lot of what you feel most affirmed by will make the most sense. For instance, if it's words of affirmation that you need, a lot of the habits or practices or activities, things that you could do that align with words of affirmation would better resonate with you, like telling friends, getting hugs from loved ones, um, sharing it on social media, etc. If you value quality time, value acts of service, if you value physical touch the most, Receiving gifts the most, you might feel differently. So number one of 15, this is an essential for everyone to celebrate your small wins. You must pause and note the win. Note what happened. Note your progress. Two, write a gratitude letter to yourself. Three, write a blog update or journal about it. Four, fourth way to celebrate your small win is to call someone, tell people in your life, who will be good cheerleaders and say yay and give you congratulations or give you a hug. There's a lot of people in our lives that won't be happy for us so you know focus on the ones that will give you are more likely to give you the affirmation you seek. Five. Unleash your inner child. You might be along your creative journey, and not exploring it with reckless abandon and this is a time to do that to really experiment and go crazy maybe you're exploring new paints maybe you're exploring new techniques and you haven't ventured into that because it's not consistent with what you're building towards go off path go off the beaten trail have fun six have a celebratory gathering maybe you just published the first blog post ever and you want to gather some people celebrate now is a challenging time for that, but maybe it's with your friends or your family that you have. Seven, give yourself a, the gift of extra time. So if you really enjoy quality time, maybe that's a vacation. Maybe that's time off. Maybe that's the day to really just sit and be in the presence of what we are doing. Eight, give yourself a shout out on social media. Post across all the social media platforms. That sometimes feels real good. Nine, buy something to support your work efforts and that might be something, for instance, if you're a painter, like new canvases or paintbrushes, etc. Make it align to the work that you're producing. Ten, buy yourself something useless and beautiful or entertaining, etc. Eleven, take yourself out on a date. For me, one of an ideal celebratory things would be to see some Broadway show or an off-Broadway show. That would be really amazing. Twelve enjoy lovemaking or something in that regard. Thirteen, take yourself out uh, to a nice meal or make a nice meal. Enjoy it with company or without or, or without. Fourteen Soothing. Restoration. Think bath. Think massage. Think sauna. Something that really feels nourishing. And make it extra. Maybe some extra salts. Lavender salt bath. And number 15. Share gratitude with others. With your collaborators. With any people that have been supportive in your making progress in your journey. With partners listening to you along your journey and for me that's you listeners thank you so much for 50 episodes of no starring artist thank you so much for shares thank you so much for rates for reviews thank you so much for the support and for listening i'm super super grateful i'm grateful to be on this creative journey with you If, if you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from it please support it. Your donations are welcome at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support. And that link is included in the show notes. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. So grateful to be learning, growing, and celebrating with you. I appreciate you.